the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're locked in with your host, Brent McGuire. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So we've got a lot to talk about in this episode. We're going to break down the Angels' very exciting 5-4 win on Monday. We're going to break down Jared Walsh reaching base every single plate appearance and becoming uh, a triple short of the cycle. We're going to spend the second part of the episode talking about the Angels' lineup construction and maybe possibly talking about moving somebody else in the leadoff spot. And then we're going to preview Shohei Otani's start both on the mounds and hitting uh, today. But before we get into the episode, as usual, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at BMAGS94. You can find the podcast at Locked on Angels. You can find my written work at Crashing the Pearly Gates. And if you have not done so already, make sure to download, subscribe, rate, and review the Locked on Angels podcast wherever you get your podcast from. So happy Tuesday. Hope you are doing well. Hope you enjoyed the Angels' very exciting win on Monday night. We're going to talk about that game as a whole, but there are a handful of other topics I'd like to talk about. As I said at the beginning, really have to dive into what Jared Walsh has done and just how incredible this story has been and how big of an improvement he's been at first base for the Angels. And then I want to dive into a conversation about the Angels' lineup construction. And this is more so for when Anthony Rendon comes back, but I don't think it's too early to talk about this. And then we're going to preview Shohei Otani both pitching and likely hitting today for the game against the Astros. So why don't we first talk about the game from Monday. This really felt like one of those games that the Angels were just going to lose. It just had all of the very early ingredients for a bad game. The Angels did not really have a plan for their starting pitcher on Monday. Originally, it was going to be Alex Cobb. He landed on the injured list with a blister issue. So we did not know who was going to start this game. The only indication that we got was Jose Suarez was called up to replace Cobb, but they did not announce anybody as the starter until about 12, 1 o'clock today, or uh, yesterday, and they announced Junior Guerra as the starter slash opener for the Angels. And his appearance did not go well. He only went one inning, allowed three runs. The Angels were down immediately, and it just felt like, okay, this it's a bullpen game for the rest of the game. Jose Suarez is coming in, a guy who has just been abysmal at the major league level, pitching against a good offense and a tough ballpark for left-handed pitchers. Again, it just had all of the ingredients for a bad game for the Angels. And it turns out the Angels ended up winning this game in a very exciting fashion. And it was a great performance basically all the way around. I mean, you're looking at the pitching after Junior Guerra was pulled. The, the bullpen went eight innings. One run, very, very strong performance from a handful of different Angels pitchers. We saw great offensive performance from Jared Walsh, arguably his best game as a major leader. Got on base all five times, homered, doubled, singled twice, took a walk. I mean, it was an awesome performance. So there, there might be 
something a little statistically wrong with doing this, but it was hard to not notice that he picked up 0.4 wins above replacement in this game alone. And we're going to spend some more time talking about him here in a little bit, but just an absolutely phenomenal game from Jared Walsh. Also pitched in defensively, much like the rest of the defense did. This was one of their better defensive performances of the year as well. So the Angels really did have everything going for them. And even if you like some of the small ball stuff, I mean, they had a couple of bunt singles. They had a squeeze play that got a run home. They had some stolen bases. I mean, they had everything going in this game. And like we talked about yesterday, these are not, I'm not going to say these are must win games, but when you're playing a divisional opponent, it just enhances the value of this type of game, especially considering where the current AL picture is at. I mean, yes, it's probably too early to be looking at a playoff picture in the month of May, but the Houston Astros were holding one of those spots for a wild card, and the Angels beating them obviously helps their case a lot. So this was a very strong win for the Angels. I mean, everything was going well for them in this game. So this was a very big win for the Angels. I want to pivot over to Jared Walsh for a second because he keeps doing things and it feels like it keeps surprising me, but he's done nothing but hit the ball since he came up uh, last year. I mean, this was one of his best games of his career. It might have been his best game. I mean, reaching base all five times and not just getting on base uh, with singles and walks. I mean, doing so by hitting home runs and doubling runs home. I mean, this was a monster performance from Jared Walsh. And you see where he's at right now. His season line is up there with some of the best guys in the entire sport. And we've talked about this plenty. Going back to last year, Jared Walsh is one of the best hitters in the entire sport. I mean, this is over a decently big sample at this point to think that this is uh, indicative of his true talent level. So you look at what he did in this game alone. Like I said, there might be something a little faulty about using wins above replacement for a single game sample, but after picking up 0.4 wins above replacement in this game, he basically shot up the leaderboards. He is now at one and a half wins above replacement. He's trailing just 12 position players in that department. The only guy that's leading him uh, at first base is... Vlad Guerrero Jr., so that's some pretty good company to be in, and you look at his 184 weighted runs created plus. Again, this is a stat that tries to compare your season line to the average batting line from a given season, and it contextualizes where you're playing your home games and what the run scoring environment is like, so 100 is average, anything below Uh, That is a below average line. Anything above is obviously uh, better than average. Jared Walsh is at 184. That is the sixth best mark in the entire sport for guys who have at least 70 plate appearances. And again, this is not a surprise. If you go back to last season and look at Walsh where he ranks in this department, he's basically right on the top five mark. If you go back to last year, this was going into... Monday's game, he's got the six best weighted runs created plus going back to last season. So you put it all together and the guy has done nothing but hit the ball since he came up. And it's obviously beyond the fact that it's great for the Angels and giving them production at a position that they really needed. 
it's just a cool story. I mean, it's probably been beaten to death at this point, but I don't think it gets old to talk about the fact that Walsh is a former 39th round draft pick. I mean, it is incredible that he didn't just make it to the major leagues and stick around for a little bit. He's one of the best hitters in the entire sport right now. And this reminds me, there was one other stat that was pulled from John Morosi, who is one of the prominent Major League Baseball writers. This was from yesterday. He said, uh, Jared Walsh, the Angels' 39th round draft pick, number 1,185th overall, has accumulated the second highest wins above replacement of any player in the team's 2015 class. I mean, this is some really, really cool stuff. I mean, Jared Walsh has been not only one of the best hitters in baseball since he came up last year, he's just been an awesome story and guy to follow. And it's pretty crazy to think that on a team that has guys like Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, Anthony Rendon, Justin Upton, Jared Walsh is the second best Angels hitter right now, according to Weighted Runs Created Plus. So it has been a fantastic story and a great development for the Angels. So we're going to take our first break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Angels lineup, which you might not think is a problem, but there is something that is glaring at the top of the lineup. But I want to talk about that because it's become a kind of a hot topic for Angels fans. And then we're going to preview Shohei Otani making his way back onto the mound and likely at the plate. But first, let me tell you about Sports Trade. It's where fantasy sports meets the stock market. Sports Trade takes fantasy to the next level. It's like Robin Hood for fantasy sports. Their platform allows you to buy and sell shares in your favorite players just like real stocks. This is a fair and exciting way to cash in on your knowledge of sports and they just added baseball to the platform. So check it out today. Simply go to sportstrade.com, watch the how it works video and then sign up to get started. Again, sign up today at sportstrade.com and discover the fun exciting and profitable new way uh, new world of sports trading. Let me tell you about Credit Karma. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions and now they want to help you even more. With Credit Karma with a Credit Karma money spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Who doesn't want instant gratification if you're looking for satisfaction there's no need to wait. With Credit Karma Money, you could win cash reimbursements for debit purchases. So right now, visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Again, go to creditkarma.com slash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning instant karma. So let's dive back into our angels conversation and... This is one that has kind of picked up a little bit more steam, especially on Angels Twitter, and that is regarding David Fletcher hitting leadoff for the team. So before I even start this, I just want to say that David Fletcher has been an incredibly valuable player for the Angels, and this conversation is not a knock on David Fletcher as a player and more so about what he's done so far this year because it is hard to look at David Fletcher batting leadoff for this team right now, given what he has done. At this point, David Fletcher is leading the team in plate appearances and is batting 270, 292, 
297. So you might look at the batting average and think, okay, maybe he's okay. But a sub 300 on base percentage and slugging percentage is just not going to get it done, especially considering who's batting behind him. Look, we have spent so much time talking about uh, the seasons that Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, Jared Walsh have been having, and you're going to get Anthony Rendon back here pretty soon. So putting someone like Fletcher ahead of those guys does not seem like the best recipe for creating run production. Now, do I think that this is David Fletcher's true talent level? Probably not, but there are some things happening uh, below the surface that do have me a little bit concerned about his ability to handle the leadoff position, and that's looking at the walk and strikeout rate. One of the things that I was most optimistic about with David Fletcher's development was every single season he was improving the walk rate, improving the batting average on base percentage, slugging percentage, and keeping his strikeouts in check. This year, we've seen his walk rate dip below 5%, which that's, I mean, he was already kind of at that thin margin for error with his 7 to uh, 7 8% walk rate, but now he's at 3%. So he basically has to hit near 300 for him to be a valuable hitter, let alone a leadoff hitter for a lineup that features some of the raw talent that the Angels have. So you've got that going. You've got the strikeout rate that is up a little bit. He's just looked like he's been off for most of the season. He's not doing what he needs to do at the top of the lineup. He's not taking walks. He's not hitting for any kind of power, not getting on base. I mean, these are major problems for an Angels team that really needs that leadoff guy to do some damage. I will be the first to say that I do think lineup construction in the end is not as valuable as people think it is. But when you're talking about the guy batting leadoff, that's the guy that's getting the most plate appearances for you. And David Fletcher, given his durability, is out there basically every single day. And I think we are at the point right now where he we're 150 or so plate appearances into his season. And he's been bad at the plate. I don't think he's a bad player. I think he's going to turn it around at some point, but the Angels just have way too many options right now to not explore doing something else. Now, in terms of who's going to replace them, there isn't an obvious guy if you're looking for the prototypical leadoff guy. If you're looking for a guy that takes walks and is maybe a little bit faster and maybe doesn't hit a, for like a ton of power, that doesn't necessarily exist in the Angels lineup. And it's a fair question to ask, like, if you're going to move David Fletcher out of that top spot, who are you going to put in this place? I don't see Mike Trout hitting leadoff. That's something he really has not done basically since his rookie season in 2012. You could put Shohei Otani at the leadoff spot, but there are some concerns about the on-base percentage being a little bit lower and the fact that he hits for a lot of power. You could, hypothetically, put Jared Walsh at the leadoff spot. That's not a terrible option. He's definitely a guy that I've thought about putting there. But the one guy that I've thought more and more about hitting leadoff for the Angels is Anthony Rendon. Going into last year, I'm not sure I would have ever envisioned this kind of scenario, but because of the way that Shohei Otani, Jared Walsh, and Mike Trout are hitting right now, you can kind of afford to get a little creative with what you're doing at the top of the lineup. Anthony Rendon, great hitter, does everything that you want from a leadoff guy, basically. He hits for average, gets on base, 
hits for a little bit of power, gets a lot of doubles. And yes, he's not very fast, but he's also a pretty good base runner. And at the end of the day, the most important thing out of the leadoff spot is getting on base. Uh, this is not some new hot take. This has already been pretty well established in the 21st century. Speed is not the most important thing at the top of the lineup. Getting on base for the middle of your order is the most important thing. And when you're looking at what Anthony Rendon can do compared to David Fletcher at this point, it's not a it's not even close. I mean, uh, Anthony Rendon is the superior option at the top of the lineup. And quite frankly, I can make this argument for some of the other guys as well. The reason that I am kind of leaning towards Rendon is Trout is obviously the best hitter in baseball. You don't necessarily want him batting leadoff because it means fewer RBI opportunities. Jared Walsh and Shohei Otani, you could definitely put them there, but I do think they're kind of more prototypical middle-of-the-order bats, which is kind of why I landed on Anthony Rendon batting leadoff. Obviously, he is not playing right now. He is still coming back from his little injury, but it's possible that we see him back at some point this week. So I don't know if any changes are going to be made. Quite frankly, the Angels offense has not been the problem, so they might not fix something that doesn't need fixing. But if you're trying to get the most out of this lineup, I couldn't think of a possible better way than basically just bumping guys up a spot in that lineup. If you bunch Mike Trout, Anthony Rendon, Jared Walsh, uh, Shohei Otani, and even Justin Upton, if you put all of those guys together in the same lineup and move them up a spot, that could lead to even more runs being scored. And that's obviously a big deal for the Angels. So this is something that I expect to be a hot topic for the coming days and weeks as long as David Fletcher keeps producing the way that he has so far this season. So last topic for today that I want to spend some time on, Shohei Otani is going to be back on the mound tonight and he is likely to hit. So he told uh, Joe Madden and Joe Madden told the media that it sounds like the plan is for Otani to do both. He did not do so in his last outing because of injury circumstances for the rest of the team. Sounds like he's going to be full go on Tuesday night, which is very exciting. This is going to be a lot of fun. I think anytime that we see Otani do this, it's much it's must watch TV. It regardless of where your affiliations are as a fan. I mean, watching this kind of stuff is just we've never seen it before and should be a lot of fun. If there's any more reason for you to want to watch this game, it's against a good Houston Astros lineup. Lance McCullers Jr. is going to be on the mound for the Astros, so should be a lot of fun. If I had to guess, tomorrow's episode, we're going to be spending a lot of time talking about this, and that should come as no surprise to you. So we're going to take one final break before we get out of here, but first, let me tell you about Bet Bet BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all of the action at Bet Online. Get all of the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC and MMA action. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. So make sure to head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today at Bet Online. .ag to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit with the promo code locked on. Bet online, 
your online sportsbook experts. Get all of the sports news that you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Your host, Peter Bukowski, updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. So make sure to follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast from. So we had a lot to talk about in this episode. We talked about the Angels winning a very exciting and kind of unlikely game on Monday night in Houston. We talked about Jared Walsh getting on base every single time and the awesome story and addition he has been to the Angels. We talked about the lineup construction and how David Fletcher might need to be moved off the leadoff spot here pretty soon. And we finished by talking about Shohei Otani, who is going to pitch and hit uh, most likely in tonight's game. So that is definitely worth uh, tuning in for. If you're listening to this podcast, obviously that is intriguing to you. So I fully expect it to be a lot of fun and basically dominate the conversation for tomorrow's episode. But I believe that is it for today. As always, thank you for joining. Stay safe out there and we will talk some Angels baseball on Wednesday.